Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. The Edmonton Oilers are on the cusp of NHL.com's top five. Have they, Gregor, turned the corner? Are they for real? How about that? The four-game collapse against Chicago in the playoffs is really what everybody remembered. I I think the Oilers are are for real. They've got depth scoring. And when you have two of the top, whatever, you want to argue top three, top four, top five players in the game, you're going to have a chance most nights. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, how about that? G'day, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show. Canada's daytime sports talk show is on the air. Opening a brand new week. It is episode number 432. I got to tell you guys that I did. My wife's out of town. It's given me some time to do a little uh, inventory, if you will, some bookkeeping. Okay. Right? Well, I was two shows off. So, so Clark had on the sign, day, today was 4.30. I'm like, no, it's actually 4.32. I screwed up in my count. Oh, like you did. You did real I went inventory. Back and, oh. you know, I did real and not personal inventory. Okay. I do that every day. But no, no, no. Today's episode number 432 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. Get the comments coming in. I'm going to get to them. I, I, I feel like a lot of people are in a good mood. There's a lot of interesting things going on. Why are you laughing so hard? So like when we did episode 100, it wasn't 100? No, no, no. This is just in the last 30 shows this I is, screwed up. This is like the movie Mr. 3000. <laughs> We did the celebration, we're in the Hall of Fame, no, 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 no. and somebody did the count back, and we're three I go short. back like every 30 to 40 shows and count okay. on them, so, okay. so I, we know, yeah. Coming up on the program today, the general manager of the Moose Jaw Warriors, Alan Miller, who just last week resigned to take a job with Hockey Canada, 12 days away from the uh, Hub Center bubble opening in the Western Hockey League's East Division. We'll talk to Alan about that, talk about Hockey Canada stuff with Al. From dubnetwork.ca, Paul Figler, the founder, will be joining us. There's a lot of junior hockey talk here today across the land. And, and don't worry, because I got some Q news and some results coming up a little later on in the show. And from the Lloydminster Bobcats, Nigel Dubay, who's got some things he'd like to say. And the inside hockey people know exactly what he's going to say today. Today we are just giving him a platform to come on and get something off his chest with regards to return to play, governments, and all the rest. Okay? Good. Sort of like he's this week's Mike Babcock. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of hockey today. In terms of our guests, but in the quick six show topics, hit it, please, Jordan. It's 
why we're the golden corral of sports talk. We've got a little bit of everything for you here in the quick six. And speaking of buffets, it's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and UFC. So I see the comments are coming in like crazy. You've all been pent up over the weekend. You can't wait to get your comments in. Hang on. I'll get to those. But these are mine. And it opens with Sunday NHL leftovers. I'm just opening my phone to see what I tweeted. It's becoming quite popular. Have you mm-hmm. noticed? Yeah. Uh, so I'm watching the Islanders game yesterday. <laughs> I didn't put this in my leftovers, but I'll say it to you people. Sidney Crosby was zero, 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 zero. Like I had to check the stat sheet to see if Crosby had played. And I look, I love Sid. He did not show up in the loss, the 2 nothing loss to the Islanders yesterday. But you know who did? Barzal, Eberle, and Anders Lee. What a line. They're playing well. They make teams look silly. So I put Lee, Barzell, Eberly are filthy. Hockey people know what that means. Second one, Carter Hart remains Canada's future in goal. He's had an up and down, but it looks like he's stabilized. He's still very young, remember, and he had a shutout yesterday for the Philly Flyers over Buffalo. Uh, also, with Patrick Kane, we are watching a live Hockey Hall of Famers. So please just soak in what we're watching this guy's a Hall of Famer right before our very eyes. Sydney's that too, but we know that. With Kane, three Stanley Cups, a heart, every night. He, and he's the smallest guy on the ice. I know. That's the other amazing thing about Patrick Kane. So it was a night off of Scotia North games last night. So I was able to watch all of the U.S. divisions, and I enjoyed it. Ovi's not going to catch Wayne. I've made that distinction. He's 170, 180 goals off. He's only got seven this year. And let's remember, he's got a score to 40 to 45 goal clip for four more years. And he's not getting younger. That's right. I don't think Obi's going to catch Wayne. He's not. And uh, Columbus and uh, Montreal have all lost five in a row. Those are the longest losing streaks in the National Hockey League. And the Jets fans... uh, are excited because, by the way, the Winnipeg Jets have won four in a row. There are so many leftovers to get to, right? There's tons in the National Hockey League. But i got to move on. Point two. The Scotties final was scintillating. You were watching the Golden Globes. What was up with that? No, I was watching the Scotties. You were tweeting about Jason Sudeikis winning a Golden Globes. I just assumed you were watching the Golden Globes. That was big news. The whole Golden Globes, no. There was was one moment from from the Globes that I had to you know, be aware of, but no, I was watching the Scotties. Uh, by the way, Chris Robinson's watching in Ontario. He says, happy Monday. Thoughts on the Sunday at the Scotties? Can't figure out why they don't go to a one versus four, two versus three semi. Three teams isn't enough when the curling's that good. Oh my gosh, don't get them changing it now. Friday, the championship round carried over into Saturday, and then we got to the, the three-team final for Sunday. Look, no, it's fine. It's confusing enough. Mm-hmm. But... The final was highly uh, exciting. It was. And here's the thing. I'm not going to watch curling all week like I'm generally not going to watch Major League Baseball for 140 games until the end if it's interesting. So the final was very interesting, but it was very anticlimactic. And Rachel Holman having the opportunity to extend the game at a tied 10th end with a draw to the button or at the very least a draw to the forefoot and she fired it through. I'm like, what? That was fast. That was quick. Yeah, you wanted that to was come the elevator down. Go. You wanted to come down to the last shot. It didn't. It didn't. So and that's that's the kind of loss that sticks with you because Rachel Holman had stolen two the prior end. You're like, this is this is possible. 
And I was cheering for Rachel, obviously, because she's become a personal friend. And then my point is, when you get beaten because the other team outplays you, you can at least live with it. It still sucks, but at least you did everything you could do. When you blow it yourself, that never leaves you. Right? That's right. And that's unfortunate for Rachel. Uh, Moving on, point three. I could go on about this for a long time. The WHL returned on the weekend. I see comments coming in from the viewers. Wasn't it awesome? I couldn't get it on my phone, but I don't care. Because I knew that there would be a ton of people logging in. It was the opening weekend, right? They announced their streaming service with WHL Live. I followed it on Twitter. Edmonton smoked Lethbridge in back-to-back games. Uh, Medicine Hat beat Red Deer in one route and one overtime comeback. It was exciting hockey. Dylan Genther leads the Western Hockey League in points with seven through two weekends. Or, sorry, two games. Hasn't had a lot of competition, but solidifying uh, his status as a top prospect. It was a great weekend. I just found out last night from talking to my good friend, Mydale Mike Lee, oil man, from the southeast, that apparently the live stream didn't work on mobile devices, and you know we didn't know. Here's my defense of the Western Hockey League. Here's my commercial for the Western Hockey League. Just because it didn't work on opening weekend, please come back because they'll get it ironed out. Fair, fair. You knew that they were going to crush it, and there was going to be a you know a swarm of people trying to get on to watch, and I couldn't watch. But that's okay. Moving on to point four, the CFL's COVID price tag. It was right after we got off the air on Friday that the news broke from the commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, that it's going to cost CFL teams over a million dollars per team to test alone if they play in 21. Let's forget about getting fans in the stands and how are we going to play, pay these players and staff. It's a million dollars right up. And I don't have any problem believing that. I, not at all, because if I heard this correctly, the Reese's Senior Bowl played in Mobile a few weeks ago. They had the players there for two weeks, and the, co- the, the testing was $750,000 U.S. alone for two weeks. My NFL buddies have told me that their price tag for COVID testing was NFL. Sorry, it was expensive by even our standards, NFL standards. So you see the report from our good friend Bob Knuckles Irving in Winnipeg, the voice of the Blue Bombers, saying, well, the teams are prepared to bite the bullet on this one. This isn't a couple of bucks. This is over a million dollars per team in a league that I'm sorry to say, let's be real about it, doesn't have any money now. So what am I missing here? I, I, I feel like we can all see where this is going. Yeah, you look at teams that make money, you know, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, two of them that make money. million bucks, you know, that eats into your profits. But, I mean, if you look at it and you're making three or four million a year uh, on a good year, then, you know what? It's the cost of doing business. We're not going to do as well, but we're still going to be okay. But you look at teams that break even or lose money, which is a lot of teams in the Canadian Football League. A million bucks is a big shortfall. Like, it's a big number. So you start understanding these barriers to entry for the Canadian Football League. And the more we know about this, guys, trust me, we will understand. So if we know that it's a million dollars for testing... And these extra, you know, if you're going to quarantine players, is going to cost this much. And accommodations, because you've got to be in the same hotel, yep. cost this much. Blah, blah, blah. If we know that price tag, I will be okay if you say, look, it, it's too much. We can't do it. I'm going to elect not to play. We would understand. But just to elect not to play and give us no reason why or no details, that's where we have trouble. 
Uh, I put that in my 10 things column, which was posted yesterday to rodpeterson.com. And that is with this latest revelation by Randy Ambrosi, if the CFL comes out and says we're not playing in 2021 and this is the reason why, I don't think any of us would blame them. That's right. So that's what you're saying. And I'm just summing it up. Patrolman Pete's watching in Winnipeg. And he says, looking good today, by the way, Rod, that's your number one bunny hug. That's why I wore it. We got a lot of fans and friends in Winnipeg. And who would have ever believed that, given my 20 years with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? It's Jets game day. They got the Vancouver Canucks in town. And that's why I'm wearing it, because the Jets have been the nicest NHL fan fan base of any team since we launched this show. The nicest NHL team to us has been the Vegas Golden Knights. That's right. But uh, I wear enough of their gear. It's Jets game day. Let's go Winnipeg. We love Winnipeg. Patrolman Pete goes on to say, I have given up on understanding the Scotties format. As soon as I figure it out, they change it again. That's my point. Let's just leave it the way it is. It works for them. The two best teams made it to the final. I think we're all okay with it. So let's move on. Uh, point five. So the Blue Jays open up with a 5 nothing lead over the Yankees yesterday. I watched most of the game. Then the Yankees are coming back. And the Jays hold on for a 6-4 win. But I will say this, and I don't really care what I say about broadcast networks anymore because clearly they're not hiring me. Doesn't mean I'm going to mother-father them. But I'm watching the game, and it's the Yankees feed. I thought at least we would get Buck Martinez. I texted Clark a little bit like, what do you know about what's going on with this broadcast? Where can I find it? It's clearly not going to be on the radio because they're not doing that. I know who Michael Kay is, the longtime voice of the Yankees, sports talk host in New York. I don't want to watch him broadcast a Blue Jays game, but I, at the very least, will do it so I can watch the Blue Jays. But now they're interviewing the manager in between innings, and they're interviewing prospects. It's all Yankees interviews, which incidentally, it's a New York broadcast. That's not the Yankees' fault. Right. I don't want to watch this. And have the Blue Jays said anything about Sportsnet saying they're not going to carry their games on the radio this year? Because if I was the Blue Jays, I would be extremely ticked off. This is our game in Tampa against the Yankees, and you're showing Yankees interviews? What the hell is wrong with sport? It ruined. Yeah, we can all watch the game, but it's split screen. Tiny little screen over here of Aaron Judge at bat, or Vladdy, and then the other box is an interview with a Yankees player. I don't want to see that. So Sportsnet, can you figure it out, and figure it out soon? Because they're playing the Pirates today. So what, are we going to get the Pirates broadcast? We're, we're not used to this. This has never happened before. There was the opening day of the preseason. It should have been Buck and Tabby. Should have been. We only have one team in Canada. Can we, can we take care of this, please? Now, on the radio thing, it's, I mean, yes, there is nuances to radio. And, I mean, I grew up in radio. I mean, I love listening to baseball on the radio. It's great. We're still going to have baseball on the radio. It's just going to be Dan Shulman calling the game. That's not baseball on the radio. It, I know, but it's going to be on the radio. You can still listen. to it. It's going to be okay. It will be interesting to see what that experience is like how Dan Shulman and Buck Martinez changed the way they call the television game, knowing that it's also being simulcast on radio. But it's not a good sign when, yeah, you can't get the games on radio. They're starting early. This is a team that's got a lot of hope and promise. They just spent some money, looked like they're going to contend. You're, you're trying to capture the whole nation behind the Jays. And, and we're watching a Yankees and broadcast. And you're watching a Yankees It was broadcast. all well and good until you're sitting in it, and here's the game, and I'm like, I'm not in... 
enjoying this. This is not what I tuned in for. Shame on Sportsnet for their decision. That's right. Uh, moving on, I'll get to some of these. There's some great comments coming in here from YouTube Live and Facebook Live. But this is my section, the quick six. Uh, point six, Russell Wilson saga. We're not going to get into NFL talk. You can find that in other places. But it is interesting to watch. But you know what? Drew Brees is teasing that he's going to come back. And now Russell Wilson's trying to get him to chase him. I'm like, you know what, guys? Get real about it. It's just offseason merry-go-round bunk, right? Trying to NFL staying in the news. So figure it out, Russell, and let us know where you're going. Um, Friday's rock star of the day was John Frenzy. Probably not a shock to anybody, but I'm just putting that out there for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. Proud sponsors of the Rockstar of the Day. Uh, Telemiracle 45, Dupes and I were on it yesterday. For those of you that are watching outside the province, you probably don't know what it is. You ex-Saskies do know. It's a weekend-long Telemiracle. There it is. A weekend-long telethon on CTV where they have on musical acts and people raise money. And with our partners, who was it? Flame Tech. Capital Auto Mall, Direct West, and Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, and our staff all took up a collection. $1,500 went to Telemiracle. Thanks for having us. Lifelong bucket list of mine was getting on Telemiracle as an appearance. Took a pandemic for me to do it. Thank you, Telemiracle, for having us on. Third most uh, money raised. Over $5 million. Yeah, (laughs) $5.6 million. It was incredible. Figgy wants to know how many Rockstar hats John Frenzy has. He's either got like 100... Or just one, and he wears it all the time. It's all that he wears. Anyways, from the YouTube, just in the time that we have left here before we bring in Alan Miller. Is Alan ready? Oh, we can break, right? Let's not make Alan wait any longer. The general manager of the Moose Jaw Warriors, he's an Ontario guy, and he's now with Hockey Canada, so we can talk about a broad depth of things, and I'll get to your comments later in the viewer takeover. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and UFC, and you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live Daily, and 24-hour sports talk radio for Suds Full Service. Car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've started to. I've had it for a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because (laughs) I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. (sighs) Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also (laughs) comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. (laughs) Nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. Because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming 
accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So, what more do you want to know? When you when you use the lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with a promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, I'm noticing people have some very strong opinions on sports topics today. I can tell you the last 20 minutes of the show of this hour will be delayed, uh, dedicated to that. But we're going out on video chat now because it's not every day you get a general manager of a major junior team. The Warriors' Alan Miller joins us and now also full-time of Hockey Canada. Hey, Al, I... I recognize that as your office. I thought you might be in the uh, Regina bubble, my man. No, no, I'm uh, here in Moose Jaw. Spent a couple of days in Calgary last week. Um, was excited to get into the rink in Lethbridge Saturday night and watch uh, the Oil Kings and the, and the Hurricanes. And um, even before the Hockey Canada gig rod, I was... Uh, I was never going to go into the hub. Uh, we've got good people there, as you know, James Gallo leading the charge with our coaching staff. And uh, and I'm just going to be going in and out uh, for the games. Uh, so, yeah, in the office in Moostra here this morning. Okay, I'm not going to get deep at all into any of the health and safety protocols or what your players are going through unless you want to. I just assume if the dub wanted that publicized, they would do it themselves. But the, this is more an interview about you plus your roster, which you unveiled here this morning for the for the, bub, uh, the hub, 25 players. But with your resignation last week in Moose Jaw, it, it shocked me, shocked a lot of folks. Can you discuss that? And your new role with Hockey Canada and how long you're going to stay on with the Warriors? Yeah, sure, uh, Rod. I think, um, you know, it was uh, it, it was a difficult decision. I, 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 I love managing in the CHL, um, I particularly, you know, the 10 years here in Moose Jaw in the Western Hockey League. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, there's been the odd other opportunity that's come along, but, you know, never that made me think about leaving here and... Um, you know, when uh, when Scott Salmon uh, approached me about really it was a, a combination of the head scouting position and the director of national teams position, which ended up being director of player personnel, gave me an opportunity to lead the player personnel for, you know, world juniors, the two under 18 teams, under 17. But at the same time, some responsibility to lead staff, lead programs, manage teams, um, um, you know, be on the management group for the world junior team. Um, it just became one of those opportunities that was uh, too, pass, too, too good to pass on. Um, and uh, my wife, Kelly, and I, we, we're looking forward to a new life adventure. We're going to eventually head to Calgary and, and buy a place there. So um, difficult decision, but exciting at the same time. And, um, and now we sit here today for a couple months. I'll uh, engage with Hockey Canada. Obviously, we've got some work to do for the World Under-18 Championships in, in late April and mid-May in, in Dallas. I've got some work to do on putting that team together. But it's real important to me to, um, you know, to help get this season up and going, um, you know, help the board here with the transition to a new management group. Um, so, you know, I'll be... Uh, 
let's say wearing two hats for for the next six weeks or so rod and uh and uh, excited about it and looking forward to it well that's not anything new for you as as i know because you've been working so much with hockey canada over the last few years but anyways i hope you're not a stranger uh, hopes to still see you around. And the other thing was I started writing this column for Dub Network, as you know, on the Western Hockey League, and I started adding up wins over the last decade, and the Moose Jaw Warriors have the second most wins in the division behind the Brandon Wheat Kings, and I thought, whoa, that's a lot. Like, I got to think you're proud of things that you've accomplished in your time in Moose Jaw. Yeah, you know what we are. I think that, um, um, you know, we've we've been able to – I've been able to surround myself with with really good people here that have that have been part of our team for for a long time. There's been some continuity. Um, I think we've built a professional culture. Um, I think we we have a, a player first environment here in terms of how players are treated, the facilities that we have here in Mosaic Place, uh, the leadership that we have here. Um, you know, we've had some peaks and valleys, as you know, but we've also had some good good teams. Um, you know, as I said in the, the, the presser last week, I think 2018 will, will haunt me for a long time or forever, just in terms of, you know, how good I felt that team was and, and the fact that the Memorial Cup was in Regina and, and how bad we wanted to get there. Um, um, but all in all, um, uh, you know, I can't say enough about uh, Moose Jaw, the community, the people, Saskatchewan, Rod. Um, you know, I've met so many great people here. We've been treated so well. Um, we've made lifelong friends that uh, that will continue. Um, you know, I, I, I'm happy that I'm staying in the West. I'm I'm happy that I'm going to be in Calgary, and but it's going to allow me to stay connected in, with the Western Hockey League, with the managers, the coaches, staff, media. Um, I'm going to be connected in terms of working with coaches and managers, in terms of putting national teams together. And the other thing, too, is creating that network to make sure we're always bringing the best young people, whether that's trainers, equipment managers, video people, coaches, um, to our national programs. So so I look forward to, to staying connected with everybody. And uh, Rod, I'll always be available to do your show anytime you wish, my friend. Oh, good. <laughs> that's good news. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you oversaw the Warriors going from the crush can to the the plush new mosaic place. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that you can be proud of in your time, Al. Now, to your roster, uh, I know it was interesting. Great breakdown by James Gallo, but your PR guy today, by the way, on your roster by age, by province, and all the rest. And I noticed you got Braden Yeager in there at 15 years of age in the bubble on your 25-person uh, list. Connor Bedard, same age. What's your expectations for Braden Yeager? And, uh, you know, how's that going to work out, do you think? Oh, I think um, I, I think it's going to work out fine. I think, um, um, you know, there's a there's a balance to what, you know, we're doing here in terms of how we final, finalized our roster and, and, and what we want to accomplish in this 24-game season. First and foremost, we want to be competitive. Um, you know, we think that we've got a, a good young group here that's got a chance to grow together and have some success uh, starting next year. Um, really, based on last year, it's it's important for us to win as many games or win more games than than we lose in the hub. And uh, so, um, you know, we're going to be competitive while at the same time, um, you know, make sure that we're 
you know, getting our young players into that environment and, uh, and development is going to be a key. And I think uh, the opportunity to bring in Jaeger um, is an important one. Um, you know, I think you look at uh, Bedard and Jaeger, for me, they were clearly the two best players in that draft. And, um, and uh, they're, I think they're both special players. And, uh, and I'm excited to see them go head-to-head for a long time here between the two rivals with us and the Pats. And uh, looking forward to see how these two young guys uh, do in the hub. But this guy's a special player, and um, he's going to have a great career. To our viewers in Ontario, Quebec, and the Maritimes, hang on, because I'm going to get to some questions for Al on that, because he can speak to it. But let me just say this. Seven teams in the hub. They are Winnipeg, Brandon, Regina, Moose Jaw, Swift Current, PA, Saskatoon. That's seven. Uh, How do you approach that? Can we get a, um, a cup? like the Rob Carney cup or something to play for? Like how there's no playoffs, right? Like some sort of standings thing. Have you guys talked about that? Do you have some little competition on your own that we don't know about? Cause that has a preseason feel, you know what I mean? I think um, th- there's been some discussions. I, I believe that the, the league will be rolling out at some point before we drop the puck on the 12th. Um, you know, some type of uh, division championship, uh, whether that's a, um, a historical alumni cup rod or it's a sponsored cup, um, um, a pennant, whatever. You know, we, we, we know that, hey, it was important for us to offer this season, uh, type of season for our players. Um, we want it to be competitive. We want it to mean something other than just development only, which is important. Um but we, you know, the calls that we've had, I think you're starting to see the competitiveness coming out of the John Paddocks, the Dave Ritchies, the Curtis Hunt, Dallin Miller. Um, um, it, it, it's going to be competitive. And um, haven't got to the side bets with uh, with Huntsy and, and Paddock yet, but uh, I'm sure those will come. Okay, good. I like the Mad Greek Cup, Darren. What do you say? Somebody, let's, let's sell it. I'm in. Let's raise some dinero here. <laughs> and Al, you came from the O. Are you an original Guelph guy? Because I know you're with the Storm. Is that your hometown, or what? What? What do you call as your hometown? I'm. Uh, I'm from a small town north of Toronto, just south of Barrie, called Tottenham. And, Tottenham. Uh, so that, Tottenham. So that's that's where I grew up. Uh, my first job was uh, with the Leafs American League team when it was in Newmarket. Uh, and I went from Newmarket to Guelph and, uh, and then bounced around uh, from there. My wife's from Guelph. We met while I was managing the storm. Um, but uh, between being assistant GM in, in Guelph for two years and, and GM for seven, I was, I was there nine years. Right. That's, I knew that there was a connection there, and I apologize. But because we're on the air across all 10 provinces, there are major junior teams in all those provinces. I just wanted to tell our viewers what your national scope is here so we only got a couple minutes left but what is your take on the ohl not playing the Qs playing in some places not others i see uh halifax k breton have been halted for a while charlottetown's had the brakes put on in the last 24 hours it's tough time what's your take on um if we'll finish a season here across the country yeah, it's a it, it's a great question. Um, you know, I, I give um, I give all the ownerships uh, across the CHL credit on uh, um, on not just pulling the plug and uh, and and saying let's shut her down. Um, you know, let's try and do everything we can to offer a season for 
you know, for our, for our fans and in particular for our players. Um, I think Quebec is doing everything they can in terms of establishing hubs and trying to get going. And I think I just saw that New Brunswick's going to start to get going here uh, in March for the first time in, in three months. Um, and then Ontario continues to, to, to be in a standstill. Um, I know their last uh, proposal to the government there sometime last week got turned down. Um, but I know that they're still working hard to try and put something together to start in, in early April. So um, wish them the best and, and hopefully all those players get an opportunity uh, to get on the ice. No kidding. Well said. Well, Alan, congrats on all your uh, accomplishments in Moose Jaw. We'll miss seeing you around. And I, I, I mean it when I say I hope we still see you around. Keep in touch and uh, good luck in the in the hub. Thanks, Rod. I appreciate it. And uh, I will be around and, and I look forward to to seeing in the Pats media room every once in a while. All the best and all the best to Darren and everybody there as well. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. GM, GM Alan Miller joining us from Moose Jaw. And uh, isn't it nice he's leaving town and you guys have patched up your differences? First class guy. Wasn't as much Alan. It was more so Tim Hunter. As <laughs> of course, we which who we've also patched things up with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So life is good. Um, I'm going to get to a sports update when we come back. I gotta, I'm going to run the gamut. Actually, we're right on time for a break, right, Ryan? Rocco? Yeah, we are. So we're going to take a break here. Viewer takeover right up until the top of the hour. And then coming back in hour two, we will be joined by Paul Figler. We're going to get Figgy with it from Dub Network. And Nigel Dubé of the Lloydminster Bobcats. It's a junior hockey day, and there's something I want to say about that. You're going to like it. So hang on. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social it's, media platforms? It's embarrassing. Now back to the studio with Rod. All right, we're back. All right, all right. You know what you missed? Here's what we're talking about. I said to Darren, I wish that I was a better golfer. Because the Spit and Chicklets guys were in Florida yesterday. They were having a big old time. Then they did a live stream where people logged in to watch them watch a hockey game. I know, right? Not really my thing, but they had huge viewers. And I said to Darren, I wish I golfed better because we would have better opportunities if I did. And you said, maybe that's your shtick. Which you mean, maybe I'm the crappy golfer and everybody laughs at me. But that's embarrassing. Which they're already doing. So... I know Shane's watching, but like... Shane Melanson from Deer Valley. Seriously, and this is real serious. Do you want me to work... I'll work that into the deal if you want to go do some one-on-one time with John Greeno. Like, I'll build lessons into the sales package. I probably will get lessons, but here's what all everybody right. told me last summer in the pandemic summer. Oh, you have all the natural ability. You could be great. You just need to spend hours on the practice range. I don't want to spend hours on the practice range. That's not where I want to spend my time. Yet you all want to golf every day. Where's the rubber meet the road? Where's it come together? I know. Anyways, it's not talk about first world problems. Right. Sports update here. Kerry Anerson is a winner at the Scotties for a second consecutive year. 
Anderson's Team Canada rank defeated Rachel Holman's Ontario squad 9-7 in the Hearts Tournament Final in the Calgary Bubble. Mike Weir finished in second place at the Cola Guard Classic in Arizona. The Canadian entered the final round in the lead, but ultimately lost to Kevin Sutherland by two strokes. The Toronto Raptors were unable to play their NBA game against the Chicago Bulls due to COVID-19 health and safety protocols. The Raptors did not have the uh, minimum eight players required to play. The Toronto Blue Jays won their first spring training uh, training game of 2021. They defeated the New York Yankees 6-4. Left-handed pitcher Anthony Kay struck out all six batters he faced in two innings of work. Brooke Henderson finished in a tie for 16th place at the Gainbridge LPGA Tournament. The Smith Falls product finished her tourney at 6-under, 282. Nellie Corda won the event. And another Quebec Major Junior Hockey League team has been forced to pause its season due to COVID-19. The league announced Sunday that new restrictions in PEI have forced the Charlottetown Islanders to suspend activities until March 14th. Similar restrictions in Nova Scotia have forced the Halifax Mooseheads to pause their season as COVID-19 cases climb in the province. With the Islanders and Mooseheads on hold, the queue says the Cape Breton Eagles will also have to take a break from games The league announced Saturday that restrictions have been lifted in New Brunswick, allowing games to resume for the Acadie Bathurst Teton, the Moncton Wildcats, and the St. John Sea Dogs starting the week of March 8th. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, Saskatchewan's newest entertainment destination. Visit them in the heart of the Dudney Strip. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. And my point, by the way... Darren, this guy was born in 1987, so I'm pretty sure that he would not grasp this. And Clark was born in 1991, producer Clark, so he definitely wouldn't. What we're doing here with this show is not reinventing the wheel. Talking major junior hockey, American League hockey, NLL, NHL, CFL. This is not groundbreaking stuff. This is TSN 1993. That's what the network was built on. That's right. ESPN. Right. Like I went through, well, TSN's running ESPN stuff during the day. They used to run this stuff during the day on TSN. But there was no Raptors then. You know? Yeah. But the world's ch- soccer. Where the hell was soccer in the early 90s and the 80s? Didn't even exist around here. Now I turn on, this is not bashing TSN. I'm just saying we're doing what they used to do. That's what made me fall in love with the network. And I still love it. I watch it all the time. I watch SportsCenter every morning. Right. But I'm sitting there going, why am I watching the Hornets and Pelicans highlights? Why am I doing that? Didn't the, didn't the AHL play last night? That's all. So that's what we're doing here. And it's nice to sit and chat with people. And that's what we do. We are full on into viewer takeover right now. So let's do it. And, and by the way, seven NHL games tonight. Before I forget, let's get into sports on tap for the Tap Brewhouse and Liquor Store, drive through Liquor Store. I got a million sponsor reads here. I'll find it. I feel like Harry Doyle. <laughs> ah, I can't find it. <laughs> sports on tap, NHL tonight. Flames at Sins. Carolina at Florida, Vancouver at Winnipeg, Minnesota at Vegas Golden Knights, St. Louis at Anaheim, Leafs at Oilers, and Colorado at San Jose. Seven games tonight. Minnesota's got a six-game win streak, by the way. 
going into Vegas tonight. Major League Baseball, I mentioned earlier, the Blue Jays face the Pittsburgh Pirates today. Whose broadcast are we getting? Is there even going to be a broadcast of that? Good question. Can somebody tell me? And in the NBA, the Raptors are off. But anyways, that's for the sports side. There was a good liner there. You should see how many liners. Here it is. The Tab Brewhouse and Liquor Store is now open for dine-in or pick-up. The liquor store drive-thru is open. Plus, you may also shop inside. Please follow social distancing guidelines and help everyone stay safe. So that's what's going on at the Tab. You want to spend 30 seconds on the orders and lease because I see Clark is infecting the comments section with commentary on the Toronto. Save it for your own show. Not a joke. <laughs> Leafs Oilers. They took the Oilers behind the barn yeah, Saturday night. Unfortunately, they did. The, the two things for me. Unfortunately for who? Oiler fans. <laughs> and the game, too. Like, you know, um, the, there's a couple of tweets. One came up and said, you know what? The relationship between Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid is so strong from them working out together in the offseason yeah. that Matthews said he's not playing, so Connor McDavid decided to take the night off, too. That was kind of funny. But yeah. I, I like Mike Smith's mask. Love that mask. It's all right. And it's Jay- a tribute to Grand Fear, is it not? I think so. I think so. And Jason uh, Spetz's goal. That, Very nice. That, I, like Filthy. I've watched it on a loop. I just enjoy it. <laughs> I'm like, he faked a shot. Filthy. Then he kind of... Fake the pass across and put it in the open side. That filthy. That was filthy. So that was really how fun old to watch. is Spetsa? Thirty four. He looks good. I think. Never been known as a playoff performer. No, just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Thirty seven. Clark tells me in my ear. I was going to say. I so, anyways, see, it didn't take much no. to just get everybody alive today. Like, look at the comment sections here. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's some. You guys need to calm down with the racial comments, the racially insensitive comments in the YouTube stream, or you will be punted. I have to say that. But Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, you cover all my favorite stuff, CFL, NHL, WHL, AHL. That's why I like your show so much. That's why we do it. Habs for Life (laughs) says on YouTube, sad what TSN has become. Uh, I still watch it every day. It's still my favorite network. Like, if there was one network that you could have for the rest of your life, for me, it would be TSN. But I just go, where did we take our eye off the ball here? With Because I thought we were a Canadian network. Why are we showing European soccer and, sorry to say, Australian tennis? And I'm sorry. Yeah, there's Canadian counterparts playing and there are Canadian participants. I get that. Bianca Andrescu and Jeannie Bouchard hasn't done much lately. I, I get that, but it's just not what it used to be. And I just thought there was a place where we could do that. It's not that I'm overly smart. Believe me, I'm not. Never told anybody that I was. What we're trying to do here is what TSN was doing in the early 90s. That's what built that network. Well, Jason in Red Deer says that TSN is the Toronto sports network, right? Well, this channel we're on is based out of Toronto, too. Um, We used to joke about Toronto Sports Network in the 90s. And looking back, that was 25 years ago. It's not even close. I know. But as, you know, we learn that kind of the business now, a lot of viewers out there, right? A lot of viewers. And Eastern Canada, I mean, it's where the population is. So I understand a little bit of why they do it. But you do need to speak to the whole country. Yeah. And they, and, and they don't. Not, not as much as you'd like. Yeah, but if there was only one channel you could have for the rest of your life, Game Plus not 
not. You only got 30 seconds. Can't include Game Plus because that's what we're on. What's the one channel? TSN. T- TSN for me, too. Yeah. Used to be A&E with American Justice and Dog Ooh. the Bodhi, bo, Dog Storage Wars. Not Dog the Bony Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Woo! I know. Yeah. Mother fathers. We'll be back. With, I picked that up on the weekend. I love it. I know. We'll be back with more viewer takeover. <laughs> Hang on. It's the RP Show Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. us your opinions now we won't victimize you unless you really deserve it now back to your host rod peterson hey welcome back everybody so what we love about daytime sports talk we got breaking news today as per espn.com's adam schefter free agent defensive end jj watt has signed with the arizona cardinals and the jug up in Saskatoon has commented in, too. J.J. Watt with the Arizona Cardinals. We'll break that down in a second. And now from 3downnation.com, Justin Dunk reporting the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have signed Saskatoon product offensive lineman Brett Boyko. The six foot seven, 305-pound Boyko joins the Riders after initially signing with the Philadelphia Eagles. As an undrafted NFL free agent in 2015, he spent the season on the Eagles practice roster before moving on to the L.A. Chargers, where he spent three seasons playing in uh, one NFL game. He was a member of the San Diego fleet of the Alliance of American Football, most recently was a member of the B.C. Lions, who selected him in the second round, 14th overall of the 2015 draft. So Brett Boyko is a rough rider. He had uh, offers from, I'm told, the Argos, Riders, and Stamps. He has settled on his hometown team, and now J.J. Watt has signed with the Arizona Cardinals, which let's spend a minute on that. Nobody, and I mean nobody, had the Arizona Cardinals on their list. And, of course, it's my second favorite team behind the Dallas Cowboys, but they didn't make the playoffs last year. I went to the Cardinals website, nothing there. I went to the ESPN website, nothing there. That's how new this news is from Schefter. You said bad move for what? Yeah, kind of. You go from one bad Sunbelt team to another bad-ish. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals have some promise, though. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. Kyler I don't Murray, think it's a bad move. When you got Kyler Murray, you've got you know a good young coach. I think they're in a good spot to move forward. But in terms of J.J. Watt, you know, I don't want to tell a football player he doesn't have a lot of years left because then, you know, that just motivates them. And he'll play as long as he wants to play and as long as he can play at a yep. competitive level. But there's no mistake that he's on the back half of the career – and he wants, and if he wants to win a Super Bowl, I just think there's other contenders out there. You know, the names like Cleveland, Buffalo, Green Bay. You know, even Tennessee. Even you know, there's other teams that are that are more ready to compete. I think, but who knows? This this really elevates the Cardinals. To the text line for Prairie Mobile, your authorized Sask Tell Mobility dealer, Bob in Grand Prairie, Alberta, says Leafs Oilers is a three game series. Let's see what happens. Go Oilers. They didn't have a good night the other night, but it was just one game. But if you want to prove that you're in that upper echelon, they they got to prove it tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They didn't put up much of a fight against the Leafs the other night. I'm still trying to figure out what they have in Mike Smith. You know what I'm talking about. The goals weren't that great. Toronto looks really good. And by the way, I wanted to spend a minute on that. 
Because I was thinking this morning, if you were to do an all-star game, an all-star tournament, four all-star teams of all four divisions, Ooh. I'm sitting there going, who would be your goalie in Canada? It took me a minute or two because the Leafs have played three recently. I know. Hutchinson, Jack Campbell, and Freddie Anderson have all won games. I know. Carey Price. Nope. Not right now. Vancouver, forget about it. Calgary, let's not go there. It's, it's Connor Hellebuck. It has to be. It's Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. He's starting and uh, probably finishing. That would be wildly entertaining, it? by the way, because you'd have you know these teams really playing for the division pride when you don't play those other players to show that, look, it, because we're first in the North Division, we're actually the best team because our division beat all you, the other divisions. Yeah. It's cool. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Hi, Rod. I'm hoping that by the summer we should be far enough along in vaccinations that the CFL shouldn't have to do testing every day or at least not have to spend that much on testing. Maybe I'm dreaming in Technicolor. That's the problem that the CFL's up against. They're all hoping for that. But how do you plan for that? You hope for the best, brace for the worst, and the worst is a million-dollar per team plus price tag. Ryan McCarthy is watching in Albany, New York, says, Rod and Moose, do you think the Oilers need to pull the trigger on a trade to bring in a goalie if Smith slash Koskinen doesn't step up for their respective games? Let's carry that over mm-hmm. into our two. We got Figgy joining us from the Dub Network and Nigel Dubé of the Lloydminster Bobcats. Stick around, everybody. Hour two coming up right after this break on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.